Doug Bell from, uh, Doug, ring my bell, Bell. Thanks for being like a, like a fan, a supporter, and taking part in like the whole viral thing that we're doing about getting ring my bell back on TV. It's like really important, like to help people who are out of work and stuff. But, um, okay, this is, uh, uh, yo, the good, oh yeah, Cienzi. Uh, Cienzi's like a journalist. I think he works for like CNN or something. Uh, he like covers news and all that stuff. And uh, changed his channel name to Unique. But it's like, I didn't know what it was at first because Unique is with a U, but this is Y-E-W. And then there's a, like a space. N-E-E-K. Um, so it's Unique. And... Um, just go to his live stream because everyone there is just gonna watch Kyle be awesome. You know, so unique. It's not CNZ anymore. CNZ was like the old name, bye bye, change it. You know, uh, but it's really cool that like you're, you moved away from like CNN or wherever you were before. Cause I know that those guys were good, but it's good that you got like your own network now. Um, and you're leaving like CNZ TV and going to unique on YouTube. Uh, there's a lot of startup costs with YouTube. I know Chippy uh, takes like 40% of like my shirts and stuff because of all the YouTube charges for like starting up. So it's really cool that you're doing that. Uh, I don't have a YouTube channel, I just kind of do his. But the live streams are probably cool because you get to sit there and like do the news and talk to people. Um, I guess you're in the same room so you could like, they could come up on stage with you. I'm not sure how it works, but it's really cool. So. Uh, CNZ changed his name uh, the, of the channel, and it's now Unique. And uh, welcome to his live stream, where he's like, you just can like watch Kyle like bell and be awesome. Like, every time he does that, it's gonna be like in honor of like our friendship. Uh, you know, uh, Doug Bell for my bell um, for for CNZ and. What is good? Welcome to the live stream. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and donate. The preferred way of donating is hitting the Streamlabs link in the chat. Yo, I was watching that Doug Bell thing. Did this nigga Jimmy get fucking clip-on earrings just for that character? What the fuck is he doing? And once again, when I paid for that cameo, I gave the motherfucker like two sentences and he turned it into 20 fucking minutes. I guess we're getting the money's worth, but still. Jesus. The Suns? I don't keep up with basketball. What are they, in the finals? Have the Suns ever won an NBA championship? I don't think so. That Andy Violet, none of us get the goddamn Doug Bell thing. He wants a tip. And here's a tip. Jump out your window. Fucking Norton. <sighs> but what is the game? What's good with you niggas? So, obligatory, mandatory dubs in Warzone I got on Rebirth today. I've been playing this shit. I don't know why out of that Rory McEnroe fucking golf game. I'm actually getting pretty good on it. I'm averaging like uh, 12 under par in every course. The only courses I have a problem with are like 
the battlefield, well, not even that one, that Treasure Island course is a bitch. And the Battlefield 4 course. But those are extra courses that don't exi exist in real life. But let's get into some shit. Now, I think tomorrow, Academics is going to be on Joe Budden's podcast. So God only knows what's going to be said during that. But let's check this out. You're saying, yo, y'all were speaking about me as if you've built something by yourself. They were Until criticizing you... the moves I made when I was in a position, first of all, right, right. super green. I didn't have someone like Joe who was an industry veteran, yeah, whether right. he was going to manipulate or this and third yeah. according to them, right? right, right, um, right. I didn't have that person right there with me right. along the way. I had to make these decisions. Yeah, They're yeah. criticizing me, like basically acting like I'm a bum. Yeah. But I had to do it on my own and get in these rooms on my own. Y'all been assisted, yo, y'all been on this dude's back like a backpack. And now y'all finally get to do it on your own. So in a year from now, yeah. if y'all still thriving, and y'all say, yo, act, what's up, pussy? I'll be like, now we can talk because y'all have sustained. I, I think that's sustained. fair. I that's, think that's fair. That's and that's what and that's what I was trying to say in the beginning, where it was just like, yo, they had the balls to go potentially fail. A lot of they motherfuckers. Were never gonna, they were never gonna fail. But no, nah, no, nah, a lot they of motherfuckers. They could fail in never, six months no. of a year, like you said. No, no. In the first month, you, they they it was no, zero. But no, they no, can no, still no. fail down the road. My, my point yeah, is, my point right. is, if you are willing to take the risk, you're willing to take the risk of failure. Mm -hmm. And that failure will happen in front of you know potential hundreds of thousands of people. How many ever people listen to their podcast? So I I respect that. I respect motherfuckers who are taking a risk. I do not respect people who sit on the sidelines and they criticize. There's a Teddy Roosevelt quote. I don't know the whole shit, but someone could look it up. But he got a great fucking quote about critics. It's like, yo, be about it. Do it. Put yourself out there. And honestly, if you put yourself out there and fail, I'm not even going to criticize you, bro. I'm the type of person like when I pass you, like I haven't mentioned Joe since I passed him. I haven't mentioned him because there's no point in mentioning him. Have you, like, it's I not mean, close. I like it's that little close. shot. Since I passed him, I haven't mentioned him. It's not close. You might have more no, patron, no, 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 patrons than you, no, 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 it's not close. How do you know? Shows we gotta be objective here. We're objective. <laughs> now I talk, I'm gonna be honest. I talked to Joe, and Joe's like, "Yo, listen, you got some good shit going on over there." Like, I think people think he's down bad. He is. No, no, no. I didn't say he's yeah. down bad, but we passed him before this whole thing happened. It's just. All right. Well, well, by the way, I think this is a great time to announce. I, 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 I have a podcast coming, so I will. Okay. Love to, oh yeah, shit! I'm, I'm jumping. Where? In. Where? Where? Huh? Where? Uh, listen, it, it, it'll be coming a few places, man. But I, I'm hopping in all these conversations, and you know me, I leave oh, my so beef. Happy, bro. So anybody who start, listen, I'm I'm gonna tell tell everybody now. I Are you recording everybody. at a WTF Media Studio? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. Okay. Come on, bro. Like, come on. I ain't gonna lie to you. I'm 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 so petty. I was like, I was about to ask you if you try to sell a studio. I was gonna buy it just to have control of that. Don't start on me. Don't start on me like that. So. Yo, <laughs> like, don't try to flex on me like that. Like, no, I want to see this. No, no, I want to see how much you like offer it, boy. What's up? Yeah, his manager will entertain us. When do you start your podcast? Next month. Do you have a place that you're doing it? Uh, I, I have my own place in Jersey. You know, you know. You, you, you want to do it in this, in Jersey? In Jer mm -hmm. uh, we we can set up. I don't lie. Y'all are out in like. No, 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 no. I'm, I'm five minutes from. Um, I'm five minutes from Times Square. Okay, it's right outside Holland Tunnel. Who goes to Times Square? You I mean, are from Jersey. No, that's the press run. When <laughs> artists come in, they go. They're in that vicinity. Artists come to where the heat is, bro. Mm. I'm the heat. Exactly. Mm. So they're going to come to Jersey. And come to I'm to Jersey. This? Can I say this? Can I say this? Maybe we'll tell people. 
We've been looking at new spots for a studio. Shut up, Andy Violet. Mm-hmm. Maybe we need to create a little. Ooh-wee. Maybe we need to create a little vibe. You know, you take a floor, we'll take a floor, and then we uh... merge past nobody. I think he finally hit a million views. Finally. <laughs> nope. I'm just saying. <laughs> nope. I'm just saying. <laughs> you got people after this motherfucker. So. No, no, no. Yeah, but cool, that. Man. Yeah, yeah, I'll just say, all right, we'll talk after. Once again, another bungled Alex Jones interview with them, too. How the fuck do you interview Alex Jones for over an hour and not get 100,000 views? That's not possible. I like this. Because you want to be in a city, you know what I mean? You want to be able to be part of that press run or whatever. Trying to to combine? What's up? Oh no, no WTF, WTF Media Studio is not included in this. Oh, uh, word. Uh, uh, word. I was gonna say, as long as my name is in the credits of uh, of, of Ruri and Mealy Moe's podcast, I'm straight. Oh my god. <laughs> no, no, no. Come on. Alex like, Media is always included yes. in no, whatever no, I do. I, but WTF Media Studios, this was, I'm not asking you to move your studio. No, no, no. Yeah, no, no, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. He already has his space. He is, yeah. He's expanding. We're expanding. Oh, word. Yeah, 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 bro. Second space. That Ruri and Moe money is good. That's good money, bro. <laughs> That's good. I'm just saying. The check's What do they pay you, bro? What do they pay you, bro? Oh, by the way, I'm heated at Mrs. Sands, right? I have these Jordans right here. The mostly black and red ones. I was ordering the ones they got next to them. I'm not ordering because they're on this podcast. It's just I like those Jordans. And she fucking canceled my order, that cunt. KD money, that's coming from KD. That's coming from KD. And that's money they're getting now, because you know they were broke. How do you think I'm going to survive in this podcast space? And What's the do's and the don'ts? Ooh. You don't gotta ask me that, bro. You yeah, know I know. He's, no, he no, but, but podcasting is different. <laughs> I know. I know. Podcast, He's good. Nah, He's good. Is, I I tell you this. Uh, He's good. If the, if there's one thing that I will credit myself with is I can tell when motherfuckers are shrewd operators in the game. I picked it up early with that kid right there, mm-hmm. Mark. I picked it up early with that kid right there. I picked it up early with that guy right there. But we've been you know we've been buddies forever, so like we probably didn't even know this about each other when we were starting comedy. This guy over You're here. You're blaming Roy? You, Takashi. Like, there's certain people where I'm like, nope. This motherfucker knows exactly what he's doing. If My people- biggest celebrity guest that I've talked to? Wait, have I talked to? I've had on my shit. The biggest person I've talked to, I think, is Onision. I debated Destiny once. Destroyed him. Uh... People keep on stumbling into the next great opportunity mm-hmm. and you think it's stumbling they might have planned to walk that way mm-hmm. no, no I, I i like the thought of stumbling mm-hmm. no no stump let you people, like, people to think you people, stumble but we know when people by the time people figure it out like you got to be up so much it's like they can't they can't get rid of you yeah mm-hmm. you know what i mean but, but of course i like to just you know you're just, so far ahead of them. you got to stumble so far you know? ahead yeah, it don't matter. That's the thing. It's like, like the way that I handle, like we've spoken way more about like Joe or anybody on this podcast than, than we've ever on our own podcast. Right? I think we gave him bars maybe once or twice on the whole thing. We never really talked about people. Yeah, I was di- sub dissing him, man. Like, no, I, mean, really. I don't like the sub. That's one thing with Twitch. <laughs> really? We did? Nah, nah, nah. What yeah, the call, the, the, call, the call him daddy shit. Y'all was, y- oh, I'm talking about this podcast. On, on Brilliant Idiots, I killed them with Call Him Daddy. Oh, okay, okay. But, uh, but on this podcast, we don't <laughs> really talk. Because they were talking about it. No, I know. Yeah, yeah, but like on this one, I don't really talk about anybody. But if there is, you know, if there is any energy that comes out negative, uh, it's inspiration for me. You know, it's just inspiration. That's a tool. Just knowing that that's there. That's like, oh, that's a that's interesting. That person. All right. Doing. So Ack went on this, and he's going on Joe Budden. Does Ack also go on Brilliant Idiots? That way, or just do the Breakfast I'm just Club? Surpass them, and then once I surpass them, it's all just love. You know, 
Um, but it's always motivation. I Danny never Ross really like operated with, you know, in terms of Takashi has with like using beef for uh, value because well, you got to keep on using the beef for value. Well, maybe mm-hmm. not beef for value, but I'm gonna be honest. Like through my like, you know, um, Man, fuck you, you know, career, I've always used out. Like I, I never felt like people gave me the proper due. Mm. And I was like, all right, cool. I'll like instead I'm oh, never yeah, the, the I'm best, never the yeah. person to say, yo, look at me, yo, didn't you see when I did this? I'm like, all right, cool. I'm gonna just work harder. Yes. Crush and it. at some point, like it's i I'm in a weird space now, like even to hear you be like, yo, act. And I've heard it from a few people, like, yo, you're one of the guys. I won't even say the guy. You're one of the guys in terms of the voice when it comes to hip hop these days. And I'm like, like, I don't like this praise. Like, this mm. is, this doesn't really tell me, yo, get the fuck back to work. It's almost kind of like a, okay, you did it. And I'm like, ah, I fuel myself so much off, you know, and, and I look for that. Like, on Twitter now, I love when they're like, yo, I hate this dude, or this dude's trash, or whatever. I yeah. I, I need that to kind of fuel you myself. You got to make that adjustment, too. Because, like, there's an adjustment that has to happen when you're on top. And very few people know how to lead. They know how to gain power. They don't know how to lead. Maybe you're not. Maybe you are. But like, you're gonna need to know how to prepare for that. Like, it's like there's a million people in the world that know how to get to uh, that position, right? Million is still very few. Maybe there's ten thousand people that know how to like ascend to the highest ranks of whatever their industry is. But a fraction of them know how to lead there. It's the same thing with like kingdoms and that kind of shit or presidencies. It's like very few people know how to lead. It's so easy to fight. Like Trump didn't know how to lead. Trump knew how to win. Mm. Like he knew how to win a presidency, but he didn't know how to president. He knew how to say everybody else ain't shit. Like he didn't know how to bring people together and really mm. lead them to something. Once you're on top, that's, a, yeah. that's the adjustment you got to make. It's hard to make that adjustment because if your whole life is fighting against motherfuckers, you don't know what to do when there's nobody to fight against because eventually you're going to get in power and when you get in power, there's going to be a moment where people look at you and they go, all right, what do you want to do? And if in that moment, you're still going to induce fear, they're going to go, I feel uncomfortable. Somebody tell me, take them someplace, bro. I'm, I'm going to be honest with you in watching and, and I've always say you like, uh, again, for me, just like you, like I love giving up like proper respect and even, mm-hmm. you know, whatever you might think about Joe, like he was, he was, a part of my ascension or wherever I, I, yeah, I went to. Sure. And I always show respect. That's, I, I always, like, I'm never the person who's, you know what I mean, um, just kind of negative about whatever. And, but I look at Charlemagne and I've watched his career, like, you know, he's been such a great person to me. Like, man, one of the great things I ever did when I met him, like, I never asked him for shit. Only for him to have, like, that line of communication open that he could tell me what I'm doing wrong or just kind of leave me. And watching how he's gotten to this level, and the mistakes he's made and him realizing the mistakes and pivoting and doing everything and just seeing where he's gotten one of the things and, and, and I don't know how I'm gonna get it but he's someone who I think he's helped put other people other talent on but he's brought people together yeah, yeah. he don't and, need and, the and chaos I, and, I, and I look at it I'm like damn my shit's a lot of chaos right now I'm like will I get to that point and I'm like maybe I mean, I'm in that chaos. chaotic part of my career because, yeah. like, I feel like I'm a fighter for me. Yes, there's but war and there's victory. Once I'm there, maybe, maybe I'll get to that the point next where my I'm like, shadow. Right, now let's everybody Never. go. You know what I mean? Son, you win the war, and then you need to know how to lead during times of peace. And leading during times of peace is harder because motherfuckers complain about everything. 
When we at war, everybody's on the same we team. We do need a well, dug we're just saying, up like, If aliens come invade, <laughs> yeah. we're going to call up China. We're going to call up Russia. Like in every single movie, we're like, yo, are we all humans? Yeah? All right, let's fuck these green motherfuckers. <laughs> Charlemagne, they're only number one. And I don't even know if they're really number one in New York. Because they do a weird radio show where half of it's playing music anyway. It's not even really a show. It's... Like, if Howard Stern ever went back to regular radio, and not to PC Stern now, but he wouldn't do that because he would have a ratings book, and he'd go back to old Howard, he would dominate again. up, right? Like, everybody's on the same page. But times of peace is when we get ornery, right? Mm-hmm. We get uncomfortable. We complain about everything. All oh, this bathroom isn't what I like. Oh, look how people are dressing. This pronoun doesn't fit me. There's all this bullshit that we got to complain about. And leading during those times where everybody got it good, and you're also the same leader that was like, you know the fucking war I had to go through to get here, motherfucker? And you're complaining about bathrooms? You know how many people I had to beef with? You know how many people I had to punch in the fucking mouth? It's a, it takes a unique individual to go from hey. that... To that, like Rogan is that. If you want to give mm. Rogan credit for anything, it's his ascension. Going from Carlos Mencia steals, and I'll walk up on stage and call that motherfucker out stealing jokes, to where he is now, like putting people on, king making. Like, if you want to give him credit for one specific thing, the transition between ascension to power and like benevolent dictator with power, like giving it out and trying to give people the voices they deserve, that's rare. Because most, most people hold on to power tight. You seen that bitch Rachel Nichols, whatever, the yeah. ESPN chick? Like, they tried to let the, the black girl, uh, Maria Taylor. Yeah, she tight about it. She was like, she's taking my job. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I thought you were about diversity. Mm. Yeah. Everybody's about diversity until the diversity comes for them. Yeah. Like, all these white chicks are about diversity in the office, and then a black woman comes around and is like, whoa, no, we don't need to be that diverse. This was pandering, man. Like, I hate when Macklemore was like, no, just give it a Kendrick. Yeah. Like, what's that? So pussy. Yeah. It's, it's like, the only it's way to talk about it is like, yo, just basically say, I'm not shit, and I'm only here to uplift. And I'm like, yeah. yo, in, re- in reality, and, and I heard just, I heard someone say that recently, like, yo, you don't have to be, like, racist to be like, yo, yo, say you're white. I'd be like, yo, I like being white. If you say, I say, I, I, I say, if, you say if, no, if you say I like being white, you can't say that. I know. You can <laughs> say you like being, there's a distinction. But I can say I like being black, I like being Jamaican. Nah, because black is a culture. White is not a culture. That's the distinction. Like, white people, black people don't know where they're like from, a lot of them. You know where you're from. You're Jamaican. But, like, a lot of black Americans don't know where they're from. Okay. So they can't say I like being Congolese because they don't even know what the fuck being Congolese means. That's taken from them. Congolese are right. White people know where we're from. I can say I like being Scottish. White people can say I like being Irish. He could say I like being French. You could say you like being your culture, but you can't say you like just having your white skin, even though that shit is lit. Sometimes I be walking out of stores without paying for shit and people just let me, bro. <laughs> you know how dope that is? You've never done that. Sometimes I gotta walk. Son, no, 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 no. But I forget. I just forget to pay and I gotta walk back in, like, yo, y'all didn't even charge me? That's lit. Yeah. I gotta walk back. Oh, you know, yeah. oh, you never did that. What and what motives on what people are doing? What are you talking about? Give me an example specific. <laughs> <laughs> yo, you ever grab you have to like grab a girl's bag as like a joke? You ever done that before? <laughs> yeah. Been, like, yeah. Yeah. yeah, on the train, but like you give it back to her, just like ah, I'm just playing. <laughs> Yeah, it's yo, fun. give me some advice real quick. Yeah, yeah. On the podcast. Too, yeah, yeah. Right? Be white. Um, yeah, I can't do that one. Oh, <laughs> Sammy Sosa tried it. I don't know if it worked. <laughs> yo, uh, 
why haven't you like signed like to like a I don't know I didn't get sixty million dollar offer yet. Hmm. And they come with thirty. No. Well, thirty for how long? Three years. Depends. I don't it, know. I got. I got. I got like, to talk to these I, I, guys. I, I, like, I started to kind of feel like um, turning down thirty million. Waving a flag for three of independence, years. not just to be independent, but to operate <laughs> like how y'all have been. Super. If I was at Schultz level, thirty for three years. Yeah, I turned that down too. Organic, non like. Thirty million for three years to be exclusive to like Spotify. If I was Andrew Schultz, yeah, I'd turn that down. Hey, this person's policing us. I think it's work for y'all. And 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 I look and I look at that and I'm like, is there ever a price for that? <clears throat> yeah, Netflix paid it. Yeah, but you're still you. No, 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 no. I, I, they didn't pay it in that regard. I understand what you're saying. And like. I mean, my whole thing with independence has always been like, no. I want us to be able to say what we want to say, make the jokes we want to make, have the opinions that we want to have. The only way you could do that is if you're not tied to a network that is at the liberty of your opinions. Like if you're, uh, let's say, for example, like Netflix, right, or, or HBO or Amazon, like, you know, Amazon, uh, the majority of their business is selling probably home goods, you know, paper towels, food, that kind of stuff. So if they're promoting something that is spicy content, they got to be concerned because they don't want to fuck up the main bag, right? Netflix, same thing. They might have to be a little bit concerned. So same thing with Apple. You know, like I don't think Apple is going to put out anything that's like R-rated or anything like that. They want to sell headphones. You have to be concerned with these types of things. So I understand where the business has come from. So I need to make myself big enough. We need to make this podcast big. And when it comes to stand-up, I'm thinking about myself. But when the podcast, we need to make ourselves big enough where it's worth the risk. Chappelle can say whatever he wants on a podcast because he's worth the risk. Yeah, I, I asked because I feel like for Rogan, he was on a the million. same path. But like there was always a, a price. $100 million, I'm out. Oh, that's, I, that's why I asked. If I was Andrew Schultz, the reason why I would turn down $30 million, it. He'll make that anyway. You have to remember, he's not only getting the podcasting money, he had the Netflix deal. He does stand up, sold out everywhere. He's doing arenas too. So he just did a, announced a tour that sold out immediately. He's probably making 30 million just off of the stand up tour. Just off of the stand-up tour that he already he sold out in a minute, he's making thirty million. And because when you sign that deal, you become exclusive. Like the reason why Joe Rogan signed that Spotify deal is, um, you have to also contribute age and factors. Where at the time, Joe Rogan wasn't allowed to have on his guest that was questioning, um coronavirus at the time and Joe Rogan is 50s and said fuck it I'll cash out but Joe Rogan already had enough money to cash out but yeah if I was Andrew Schultz I wouldn't do 30 million for three years fuck that he's gonna make 30 million this year like is there like with no restraints a certain amount you're like I'm out well I think it's way more and I'll expand this to even myself right now and then I'm gonna get another beer and shot and continue playing this um I make a lot of money doing this. I make nowhere near the money these dudes are making. But relatively speaking, 
Um, I wouldn't be in the 1%. I would be... The money I make from this... From YouTube would put me in upper middle class territory. To give you an example, one month, a year ago, I posted how much money I made one month on my community thing, and people flipped out. And I think it was only like $2,700. I made $2,700 in one month, like a year ago, and trust me, you make a lot more now. But, um, and niggas flipped out, they're like, you really make that one, one month? Here's the thing I never, and them never figured out. I just told you, showed you the number when I got paid off of YouTube. I didn't show you my super chats, my Streamlab donations, my sponsor deal, when I had that one sponsor and they paid it. I didn't show you that shit. So, um, yeah, you make a bunch of money doing this. If you're good at doing it. You want to see how much I made last month? It, it, no, I, I'm not handling... They had a mental breakdown when I showed you $2,700 a year ago. I'm not going to show you last month's. It was like 10000 and some. <laughs> but <laughs> I'm not... Yeah. I learned, because I tried being transparent, and mainly to encourage people to do this. Like, look, this is what you can make just off of YouTube ad revenue in one month. I'll never make that mistake again and show you that, but um, I make a lot more than Mersh. A lot more than Mersh. Mersh makes enough to afford a one-bedroom in Florida. I guess he was too messed up, but he doesn't remember that. Does answer to all those questions days ago where, you know, what am I lying about, stupid? What could I possibly be lying about, Shades Cow? When you're listening to Des, the biggest liar ever. By the way, I can show you last month's fucking YouTube check. But, like, here's the thing you're not understanding and why I'm explaining it into his shit. And why, he'll, why Andrew Schultz will turn down $30 million. I can show you what I made off of YouTube ad revenue on my... Wait, wait, And here's the thing that will fuck yous up. And, you, and you'll never get this. I'll show you what I made on my main channel... Then there's my second channel. Remember last month, I was on my second channel a lot making money. And then there's donation money. So, I have so many streams of money coming in. That's the thing you just don't get. Child support case, bring it, bitch. I'll win a child support case. That's why Desmond never bring it. Back to the clip. I didn't know the beer in a shop, though. But way more. 
Well, I don't know. Right Rumor on it. And this shows what, how dope he is that they put the number that was way less than it was, and he was like, Yeah, that's it. It's no eagle, man. It's not, it's, 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 it is his Super Bowl. He's eagle. So, so here's what I would say about the money this is what the money allows you to do is like the money, there's a, there's a not only financial freedom, but there's like a freedom of your mind. Like you, you're able to like tap out of the thing that I'm sure we go through every single day, which is like looking, all right, how many comments? 2,000 or 2,000 comments on a post? Okay, like yeah. once you get that guaranteed check. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What are they paying for? You're already making that money. Like, you could make that money without them. That's fine. But they're paying for your comfort. They're paying for you to go, I'm going to post it because I want to post it. If it doesn't have it, it doesn't have it. Like, yeah. you pay for me to post the shit I want to post. Yeah. So, I think there's a little bit of that that goes into it. But in terms of like, my whole thing is as far as like independence goes, it gives me the most leverage when it comes to negotiating with these corporations. And it allows me to say what I want to say. So if I want to do a deal with Netflix, if I want to do a deal with Amazon, if I want to do a deal with Spotify, they know that I don't need them. So now we're coming to the table and we can have a real negotiation instead of a, this is the check. Whether you like it or not, that's what you're getting paid. When you talk about raising the independent flag, it's actually the best sales technique because it lets everybody else know the price is way higher than you think. The second you say I'm not for sale, the price is really high if you want to buy me. It doesn't mean I'm never for sale. People know that. There's an amount of money for everyone. But the price goes way up when you say I'm not for sale. If you say, hey, I'm fielding offers, oh, all right, I'll come in pretty low. But when you say I'm independent, motherfuckers are like, man, if we want this guy, we got to go over It's like a house top. down on the market, right? It's, yeah. Exactly. So it's like, I mean, if, I'm, if I was going to do a movie, if I was going to do a TV show or th those type of things, and they weren't going to let me film the podcast, I would say, this is how much I'm losing. Do you want to pay me that much? And then they would have to make that decision because you have to pay me for the job and you have to pay me for what I'm losing. Yeah. So the same thing goes for if we were to go to Spotify or if we were going to go to Apple, we we're going to go yeah. to wherever the fuck we go if they make some crazy offer and that's something that we want. The biggest issue with that for me is not really the money. The biggest issue is I like being part of the conversation. I like having this podcast. Like This podcast is going to stir some stuff up. It's going to be fun. We're talking for See, people months. don't want... Um, say this when you're at Andrew Schultz level and a Joe Rogan level and why he really did leave YouTube on his perception of the freedom thing is um, the millions really mean nothing when you have millions like Joe Rogan gets a hundred million dollars a year from Spotify was he making a hundred million a year on his own no but damn near close. And is, is there any difference in Joe Rogan's lifestyle since signing the Spotify deal? No. There isn't really a difference. Nor will there be. But um, I think Joe Rogan wanted to lessen his influence. You have to remember, he's an older chap now. So when you make that decision at that level, when you're already making that much money, it's how much... You just want to relax. $100 million for three. No, Joe Rogan is getting paid $100 million a year. He signed a Howard Stern deal. What's up, RW? Ten hours. Love it. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is going to be... It's like a normal stream for me, man. That's nothing for yeah. you. But we talk. It. It's this easy. This is part of the talent I'm noticing, though. 
First of all, you talk this whole time. You don't look tired. Second of all, no pee breaks. Blow my fucking mind. The pee break thing. Four and a half hours, dog. He's already ready for a second. I'm fucking, I'm good. I'm good. I'm amazing. The point is, is like, for me, like, I love being part of the conversation. And But then again, I might get to a certain age where I go... I, I I just want to have the conversations I want to have yeah. and that there is a, you know, a tap out price or that kind of stuff like that. But the only reason that you're able to get that is if you establish what you're willing to say or not say. And the way you establish what you're willing to say is by being independent enough to actually say it. There's a lot of people who like we know who are not themselves on media. And then the second they get off the media, they're like some wild ass boys. And we're like, oh, where is this? Mm-hmm. Oh, you can't be like that. So... You have nothing to lose. People know who Act is. They're not going to find out who Act is from a podcast. You can yeah. act exactly how you act on stream. The the, 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 the great thing, and, and as I'm like hopping into, the- I can't imagine the DJ Academics podcast being that good. By the way, podcast spaces like, like it does funny live streams. Can't imagine his podcast audio only or with video being good though. I feel like. And this was one of the great. I always tell people, I'm like, listen, I took the Jay Z approach. Even sometimes people think I don't like Jay Z. I'm like, listen. I ordered McDonald's last night for dinner. What are you talking about? They ain't want to sign. And me. I, I don't like the separation. Like DJ Academics does a live stream. Now he's gonna do a live streaming and keeping it up is a podcast. It's just a live podcast. Jay, Jay made his own record label. Mm-hmm. I was trying to get on radio. I kept hearing from everybody. You got to go intern this enter. I just made my own platform. Yep. And now I'm so um, just tied no, into the rich. conversation. I don't ever really have to worry about, okay, like, and I think that's where, like, you know, in terms of saying I'm sign a deal or something like that, it's like, I look at it like this. Yeah. I've never done a podcast before. I do all these other things. If I can still do all those other things and do a podcast. <clears throat> Do it not still affect the conversation? Now, if it was at the, if it was like, hey, you're doing this, you can't post on Instagram, you're not on Twitch, you're not, on the, you're only behind. Oh, I, by the way, I did, did I disclose? Um, disclose this. I get a community guideline strike from D Live, which I I check my email once in a blue moon. And I saw that email, and I was like, you get a community guideline strike from DLive. You can't stream for one day. And I was like, I don't even know. I forget I'm even on DLive right now. DLive, what the fuck are you doing? By the way, no one uses DLive, but how you... Your whole thing should be you get to do whatever. But... <laughs> Apparently not on D Live. We didn't catch community guideline strikes. Oh, you dummies at D Live. Yeah, I think I'll be fucked. Yes, hundred percent. But I, I, I feel like as long as I'm on Twitch, as long as I'm able to do my YouTube videos, You're and still dropping the shit on IG all the time. Of course, like, I, so I feel like and and you're relevant without the podcast right now. Yeah, and and that's what I in me hoping to uh, hop in the space. That's what I'm trying to see what's going to happen. I hadn't even started the podcast. He's thinking about selling it. This guy, man. Where do you want to go? <laughs> listen, man. I don't Who do you want to sell out to? Man. Listen. He's got it planned hey, out. Hey, listen, listen. Only thing is, I'm just trying because. Who's the podcast with? 
I can't. I don't know what's going on. Is what? it gonna be another person? Is it gonna be another person on? No, no, no. no. It's, it's gonna just be, you. It's gonna and, be me, me rotating guests and rotating guests. Yeah. Okay, great. Me rotating guests and also like you know special guests in terms of like celebrities and shit like that. Right. But um, yeah, I'm not sorry. I have no interest in the G- DJ Academics podcast. I'm trying to get Ruri and Millie Mall. You know what I mean? Like all of a sudden, <laughs> I build two dudes up. They start crying on crying online saying I robbed them. And everyone hates me. I like his live streams. <laughs> and then without Des is not my producer. <laughs> That's not like that. Act. Um, I like your ascension. I like how you built your own tribe. But the way you've done it, yeah, you've kind of not been like been an industry something. darling. Like, yeah. do you feel isolated from your peers? Like, you know how Charlemagne celebrated. I don't see you celebrated by the industry. Does that bother you? Um, <coughs> if it bothers me. I think it fuels me. That, that that might be a sign of bothering. Mm. Mm. Um, I, I guess it bothers me and it fuels me. I, I think that'll change. I think, again, to your yeah. Perez Hilton point, it was new media. Mm-hmm. Never seen before. Eventually, it will become the norm. Exactly. And then you'll like, look at I, I, I looked at, I looked at, like, notice, well, I guess I'm going to disrespect them. Fucking the source. They took something from my Twitch. They just fucking like clickbaited it. It was like really a poor article they wrote up saying I hate Meg the Stallion because she's a black woman. Right. Like just like just, just kind of throw it out there on a yeah. clickbait like yo kill him. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, I looked at it, I'm like yo how this old, is ex- how old is Meg by the way? Um, she's her twenties. Like twenty three, twenty four. Twenty three. Mad City's is twenty three. But I look at that whole. That's shit, a fact, right? though. That's a fact. <laughs> Yo, I've never met. I think Meg probably think, thinks I hate him. But wait, why? Why do people say you hate her? All right. Do you like her? I do like Meg. Do you think she's a good rapper? Um. Yes, I do. Do you think she has mad titties? Um, I will not comment about that because I want that to be a headline. What? No, no, no. Actually, I don't even look at Meg sexually. I'm gonna be honest with you. Really? I don't. Height. Yeah, I think Meg can choke slap me. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Yo, Absolutely. yo, here's the thing. People think I don't like Meg. Yeah, yeah. Because I give objective criticisms about women. And this is where it goes back to even the Marlon Hill and Judge Joe Brown thing. Yeah, yeah. They want me to say Meg is phenomenal. Yeah. And I said, listen, I don't like Nikki. Nikki husband trying to kill me, whatever the case is, but Nikki is a very superb talent in hip hop. I mean, she can and, spit, bro. Yeah. Nikki's, and yeah. and if if we're grading it on that scale, just like we grade Drake on the scale of Jay, I don't think Meg is near Nikki. You know what they say? I hate black women. Mm. Because, because of the narrative around Meg currently, you need to just agree. Yes. And because I'm not agreeing, it feels like I'm anti-black women. And I realize it's just horrible. Do you think Tori shot her? I've, I'm going to be honest with you. And, and Tori's my guy. And I've never talked to Meg, but this is what I think happened. Okay, hit it. I think there's an argument. I think somehow a gun got um, pulled out. I don't know if Tori did it or Tori had the gun in his hand. I don't think, just based on her wounds, I don't think she was shot directly. The bullet ricocheted, hit her, but it was at the result of an issue she had with Tory Lanez that happened. Hmm. There was a, there was two other people that the news never mentioned yeah. in that story, and I'm always shocked. And I speak to Tory a lot, and he he never says really what allegedly happened, but he always says, "I I am innocent." Like he swears up and down. But you know, I, I'm I'm still not gonna be just a blind dick rider. So I'm gonna be like, hey, I do think she got hit with a bullet, not that got shot at her. I believe the gun accidentally discharged, hit the ground. 
Um, the bullet then hit her, which still you could technically claim you got shot. I think that's why Tori's going so hard because maybe he wasn't the one with the gun. Or or maybe he's arguing the semantics. I think a lot of this is semantics. I maybe think, he's yeah, like, that. I didn't shoot you. Yeah, the gun shot. But that wasn't my intention. Yeah. I shot at your feet and exactly, then it happened to ricochet. Exactly. That, but yeah. truth be told, this shit like happened. like when you spill your coffee and it goes on your friend. Yo, this shit happened 15 months ago. Like, why the fuck is... Like, what? Like, like why? when you throw your coffee at your friend's feet and then a couple like of a drops little, get on yeah. them. So here's the thing. What Tori has done is... The most impressive run I've ever seen in an artist. The guy got accused of shooting a human being. A woman. A black woman. Keep in mind, he was coming off a high. Quarantine rate was pulling 300,000 people. Yeah, which he stole from us. What? No, whoa. Wait, wait. Quarantine radio? Tory Pilford? Of course, bro. We had from a, the Flagrant Boys. No, yeah, we well, did. We did. Corona's, Corona's got, got talent. talent. We were doing Corona's Got Talent, and all of a sudden, Quarantine Radio popped off. He killed it. Don't get me wrong. He killed it. But that's us. That's not the first time Tori's nipped a little something. Tori might have someone in the crew. By the way, my theory about Ack moving into podcasting is um, when you turn thirty-two years old, you stop giving a fuck about new music. When you turn 32, you just don't care anymore. You've heard all the music up until you're 32. You decide on what music you like the best, and you refuse to listen to new music. And I think that's happening with Ack. And now he's trying to move on to the podcasting stage of his career. Because I think he's about to be 32. And he's like... I can't cover new upcoming rap. I don't give a fuck anymore. As you should, like every 32-year-old. But this usually happens at 30. At 32, you're pretty much set in your music ways. It's not that you, you'll never hear a new song. You're just not looking for it. You're not looking for the new guy in whatever genre you follow. At 32, you're pretty much done trying to find new music. You got your music. Your music shaped your life if it shaped your life. And you know what Ack is going through right now. Oh, you're fucking soldier boy in it right now. I yeah, love it. Soldier boy, Fuck bro. it, man. He's soldier boy in it right now. You're the first. The first, bro. Um but I think what he's done is so fucking impressive. Like you have the accusation of shooting a black woman. And then he just releases nonstop music, nonstop on Instagram. Like, I'm having fun. Like, he hasn't not smiled in 15 months. Like, all he's been doing is enjoying himself for 15. I'm on a boat. I'm making a music video. I'm on a roof. But it's one of those things you gotta laugh that you don't cry because he is blackballed. You've heard nothing on the charts. He dropped a song with with, with the baby. Yeah, yeah. Brilliant video. Did 10 million in a week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Didn't chart. Didn't chart. I didn't play video. My kids played video games all day. I didn't. Shades, cow, dummy. One on YouTube, right? Yeah, number one on YouTube. Trend it all the time. Didn't charge. So he's doing one of these things where he's like, I'm going to pretend that that's... Optics-wise, it looks like he's great. Yes. Mm. I'm Numbers pretending wise, none of this shit is happening. They have eradicated him. The, the, I've talked to him, though. The great thing about him, he's like, yo, listen. I'm not going to... And I think this is where 6 ix 9 is at right now. Mm. 6 ix 9 is like, yo, 
fuck, I'm a numbers guy. I love talking with my numbers. And y'all blackballed me. Like, this is discourage me. Mm. Wow, Tory Lanez, I talked to him and he's like, this is encouraged me. I'm going Well, hard. well, and this is why if I talk to Akko, I'd argue with him. And here, here's the elephant in the room. The academics and none of these rap dudes want to address. And I wish they would so I could get the feeling of Tom McDonald. Like, if I talk to academics, my first question would be, what's this Tom McDonald thing? Why is he getting millions of views? Number one billboard spots, Spotify, completely independent. Tom McDonald's not in the playlist. Takashi is. But Tom McDonald... Although, I would assume they are different levels, but kind of not really, so... But I don't get to talk to DJ Academic, so I can't say that. Yes, I did debate Destiny. Oh, Zero One, I destroyed him. And then he banned me from his chat in Discord. And I'm going to act like nothing's going on, and I'm, I'm going to have to that is, that is brilliant. Go And on. didn't uh, Tori buy back his masters? Like, isn't he independent now? Yeah, he's independent. So it's like. Even if he doesn't sell crazy numbers, he's still making money. Of course, he's still making money. Yeah. But like, no, like, no, uh, who, he owns his master. Who listens to Tory songs? Nobody. Someone like Tory, and he had to pay money to buy back his masters. The songs that made no money. He came in the game. He went after Drake. He wants to get to the top. You know, yeah. this is why I would love to talk to. If I talk to DJ Academics, I would just ask his thoughts on Tom McDonald. And Tom McDonald hates to say, I'm not a U. Tom McDonald is a YouTube rapper. He does. He, I'm not Because when he says he, all the YouTube rappers he sees are niggas who do reactions and check them out. But Tom McDonald is a YouTube rapper. And um, I would love to get his thoughts on him and his numbers. Because he's not on those playlists, but he's still charting somehow. Doesn't just want to be in the conference yeah, or like in the mix. Yeah, yeah. He wants to be at the top. You can't be in the top if the DSPs and we're realizing what true blackballing is. You know but what who mean? is the mafia that can do that? Like what? Who can blackball you? Who can get you the out DSPs. of here? But who are they? Like who is this group of people that just goes Tory's blackballed? They're like a news network in a sense. They're like Mark Lamont Hill in a sense. They're looking at the audience to say, "Wait, the consensus is y'all don't fuck with Tory." All right, cool. We don't want to piss you off more by suggesting you Tory's music to listen to. Take him off all playlists. And who is the person that gets to make that decision? Other than Mark Lamont Hill, the biggest cornball ever. Yeah, like name a name. Yeah. Like, who's like, somebody in like, that? Who are these incredibly powerful people that are the gatekeepers of fame and fortune? And I'm going to be honest. I would think yeah. whoever's looking at um, the optics or bottom line for yeah. Spotify. Did you Apple. just say the Jews? <laughs> <laughs> yo, but no, 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 I mean, no, no. But are there like a group of people? Is there a conglomerate? Is there someone yo, in Apple? Yo, truth be told, like, like, the person who controls the biggest playlist, like 25 million people on Spotify, is my man Carl Cherry, right? And Carl I've, Cherry? Yeah, yeah. And, and I've even asked him. I'm like, yo, what's up? Like, why would you? Play? And and I, I think it's, it's I think it's bigger than him. It's bigger it than has him. to be bigger than him. Yeah, it's just like, like top he, down. He's a guy. He creates one of the best playlists. But I think, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's almost something that is like, yo, hey, listen, company wide, if we're supporting these motherfuckers, and by the way, they tried it before. 
but they didn't do it right. Mm. They said anyone who had cases of violence towards women mm. and like really indecent shit, take them all off. So they took off Chris Brown, mm-hmm. R. Kelly, Michael Jackson. Here's the thing. People love him, so Michael Jackson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you can't do that. Yeah, 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 so yeah, people yeah. got mad, like, whoa. Yo, chill no, out. No, really, what they were trying to get at was like XX because his yeah. girl had a picture with like a super black eye, right? Yeah, yeah, and yeah. everyone's like, no, get him off. But yeah. they made a blanket rule. Yeah. So the blanket rule hit all the time. People, then people were like, wait, Tupac had a rape case. I'm like, whoa, you're taking on my Pac. Yeah. Pac? So what's happened now, the DSPs could be like, yo, uh, What's the consensus about Andrew? Y'all don't fuck with him? Mm. 90% don't fuck with him? I just get him out of here. Uh, Smart. You can't do it as a whole. You can't be like, yo, all comics so, that do yeah. blah, 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 blah. But if you do a one-off where you kind of know the consensus, it works. Yeah. And this I is, think it's dangerous. This is it. the interesting thing with algorithmic. By the way, what are you saying? It's so corny. And this is why I would love to talk to academics. And I would just ask some Tom McDonald questions. Um, because 80% of these mainstream artist things are on playlist. Tom McDonald is on his playlist, but he's getting bigger numbers. So, I would love to ask him about that question. Because he's saying you need the playlist, and that's why they're, they're blackballed from the playlist. I don't know anything. Tom McDonald sells his shit more. And he's not on those playlists. So it could be... Playlisting. But everything's algorithmic. Yes, yeah, but like, this is what's interesting about the algorithm is that... Right, and now we're in a music discussion. Like I said, a question I would like to ask him, but I want to come into this Tim Dillon shitting on Tina. We all love Tina. We all love her. You're the Tina chick, the pro-Trump chick. We love her. Oh, there's a new AIU video, by the way. There's a new AIU, but check this out first. If you're going to tell me that the small business is doing flash mobs of anti-maskers and then doing that flag drop where they all take over like a street, and then just roll out but the no Trump flag. Huh? That's not a business. So again, if that's what it is, then we we have different we have a different understanding of what small business means. Let's play Tina Forty's uh, ad here. You know what? Maybe I'm wrong. Let's give her the benefit of the doubt. All right. So this is on her web. He might have to work. He makes his own beat. Site realtinaforcongress.com. This is her promotional video. DC swamp is knee deep in garbage and it's time someone takes out the trash. AOC, that means you. In just a little over two years in Congress, AOC made a name for herself at the expense of her constituents in the 14th Congressional District of New York. After living all my life in New York City, I've never been so embarrassed by someone as I am of AOC. She went to Congress as a joke. It's the only thing that makes sense. AOC and her squad of commies are only good for one thing, and that's showing the American people how anti-American they really are. While Joe Biden is asleep, rampant socialists are running the country from within Congress. Democrats have converted to communists, and they are destroying America right in front of us. Just look at New York. The NYPD was defunded $1 billion in 2020, while our country was burned to the ground. 
and I will call it out. During the violent 2020 BLM riots in New York City, you can be arrested for shopping in a department store because of a pandemic. But if you looted it and burnt it to the ground, that was okay. It was in the name of justice for George Floyd. It's time for a real patriot to go to Congress and defend the country from falling into real chaos. I'm real Tina Forty. I'm a mother. I am a grandmother. I am a small business owner, and I am unapologetically America first. And I am running for Congress in District 14 against AOC. Where do you follow on Twitter? I don't know if I'd vote for her, but... see in New York. Yeah, I will, though. America started with a fight for freedom, and there is no freedom in masking our children. Instead of forcing Americans to follow arbitrary rules, I want to fight for Americans to regain their freedom. Instead of proposing the economic disaster, the Green New Steel, I'll focus on fighting for smaller taxes and actually cleaning up the streets of our district. Lower taxes, not smaller, honey. Police. I will run on defending our police. Kids are being hit by stray bullets. Crime rates are out of control. Our streets are <laughs> catastrophic mess. Even riding our subways have become a high-risk activity. AOC talks a lot about justice, yet she wants to allow more illegal immigrants to come into our country and jump the line while we the people are being f***ed over and pushed to the back of the line. When will AOC put Americans first? My guess is never. This is why I'm stepping into the race, because we the people need a voice, and I want to be that voice for you, to fight for our freedoms, our constitution, our children, our American values. Help send me to Congress to fight for you, to continue to be your voice. Click the link to learn more about my campaign. Donate today and help get AOC out of office. All right, there's Tina Forty, everybody. She has a few points, but I think overall, I think overall it's, uh, you know, Democrats have converted to communists and they're fucking everything up. Like that's that, you know, that was the best they could do, mm. like putting together an ad because, you know, the first version that she gave them was was not that. She's like, it doesn't say the word COVID anywhere in our Constitution. Okay? I'm a mother. I'm a small business owner. And I understand that Democrats and Cuomo, Kami Cuomo the cocksucker, has been running New York into the ground. And I've lived in New York my whole life. And I'll tell you what. AOC and a squad of commie clowns is fucking everything up. But I'm Tina Forty. I'm running for Congress to give the cops more guns. Every cop should have two or three guns. And they should shoot them at people in department stores. You could be arrested for going to a department store. I've never stolen nothing from a department store. Except one time when I made a mistake. I didn't realize my daughter didn't pay for earrings. And I took them anyway. You understand? I trusted my daughter. I'm not a criminal. I'm real Tina Forty. I've lived in New York City my whole life. And what we need to do to commie Cuomo cunt cocksucker? <laughs> Cuomo commie cunt cocksucker? The Green New Steel. I'm campaigning for, for, for smaller taxes, little itty bitty taxes. <laughs> to only support buying guns for the cops. 
to wave them in people's faces. I'm a patriot. I'm unapologetically America first. America first. You understand that? These squad of goons AOC works with socialists in Congress. Joe Biden's asleep, but I'm pepped up. I'm ready to go. I'm running Spartan races. She's going to lose in a very dramatic fashion. Yes. But I would love that debate. Please give us that debate. Dad, you want anything? Please deliver that unto us, Lord. Please deliver that debate. I'm going to Congress for one reason. Dad, to say fuck. <laughs> of course you're coming. Fat masking on children. By the way, it's like most people are just not, they're, they're not masking anything anymore. Say no. It's not like an issue you can continually you use. New York City is shut down because of the pandemic. It's like, no, it's not. It's open. There's riots every day. No. Haven't been riots in a year. There's riots every day here in New York City. Crime is out of fucking control. She has some points. Crime's going up. Mm -hmm. I've talked about this. But I don't know that Tina Forty is going to bring crime down. She may. But I don't know about that. I can't speak to that. I can't speak to the validity of her, uh, of her campaign promise to end crime. I'll sit down with criminals, those cunt, cocksucker, commie fucks, and I'll tell them I'm Tina Forty. We're not dealing with that shit no more. I grew up with, with all cops, good cops, cops who shoot people when they need to get shot, which is most of the time. <laughs> Most of the time you do need to shoot people okay. You need to shoot them a lot So that's why I'm running for Congress So the cops feel good shooting people When they need to get it I'm a small business owner What business, Tina? I, I'm a small business owner I run a business Yo, what is that again? I sell shirts On Etsy that said, R.I.P. Biden. Okay. Yeah, it's a small business. My employee is my daughter. My daughter <laughs> folds the shirts that say, R.I.P. Biden. And then we, we put them in a box. And we ship them. It's a small business. I have Biden didn't win. I have Trump still. The, but go to the real Tina Forty store, though. She does have some fun shirts. Well, I wonder, if, is she allowed to have a store now that she's running? I guess oh, so, good right? question. Well, that is a good question. Maybe I bet she's not. Hey, if I know one thing about her, I don't think she's giving up her small business. Oh, she's got it. Yeah, she's, she's not. Ben, it. it's a small business. Right. What does that say? Unfiltered, the website? Yeah, Patriot Deplorable Warrior Unfiltered. Patriot Deplorable Warrior. It's a little wordy. <laughs> what are some of the shirts? Let's see what we got here. This is kind of wordy. I love a mean tweet and $1.79 gas right now. Okay. Fauci lied. People died. Trump won. Wake up, America. <laughs> I'm just a regular mom raising lions, not sheep. Just a regular mom trying not to raise liberals. Uh... 
Oh, here's one. It's the shape of the United States, and it says, fuck off, we're full. Okay. One's kind of aggressive. Uh, this one says, I identify as vaccinated. Okay. Uh, this one says, vaccinate this, and it's the middle finger. Right. Oh, shit. Uh, your first mistake was thinking I was one of the sheep. Um, Joe and the hoe gotta go. Joe and the hoe gotta go. Mm-hmm. Okay. Not bad. She's got a lot here. Oh, here's one of, uh, it's, you know, the Calvin pissing yes. on stuff. So it's Calvin, but it looks like Trump. Yes. And he's pissing on the word Biden. Okay. Your mask is as useless as Biden. I'm Bro, awake, not Patreon woke. takes a lot more money. Um, Biden will never get my guns. I keep them upstairs. Ooh. That's actually not bad. George Floyd isn't my president. Uh, Tina, I know you're running for Congress. Can you comment on the shirt you're selling on your website, the uh, George Floyd isn't my president shirt? Well, because it's not. <laughs> Trump is. Oh. Okay. What else? We got anything else? The last one. She's got a whole clothing line. Yeah, yeah. This- She's got an entire clothing line. Watch out, Ralph Lauren. <laughs> last one we got here is a uh, tank top. With two AR-15s crisscross. Yes. It says, fuck around and find out. Fuck around and find out. A lot of threatening shirts. Oh, it goes on forever. Jesus. I mean, it's just doesn't Yeah, all right. We'll shut it down here. I can't, you know. She's a fashion designer. Yeah. She's got a brand. I mean, it just never... Now, let me ask you a question. Because we've done some merch. How does this work? When she's got like 90 clothing designs that all say she wants to kill the president. How does this work? What do you, does she just. Let me see what service she's using. Let me see. By the way, this is absolutely what she means when she's talking about her small business. This is absolutely it. She doesn't own like a travel agency. This is absolutely. I think it's just Shopify bullshit. Yeah, and they'll just. It's screen printing, right? They'll just yeah, print yeah, it. Yeah. yeah. I'm telling you right now, I guarantee you when they ask her what her small business is, she's going to talk this she sells t-shirts. I've run a t-shirt shop. I I run a t-shirt shop where uh I sell 80 different designs all threatening the life of the president. <laughs> I mean, how much do you want to bet that this is the small business? It has to be. My first thought was like a turquoise jewelry on Etsy, but th- this has to this be. Is the right way, we got a new AIU video to watch. New version of that. So the the women in Arizona, like those tan women that would be doing that, mm. or the Long Island people You're that would good. be selling Mary Kay the cosmetics, are now selling shirts that say We're Biden and the hoe got to go. From, <laughs> here, I guess. They've moved on from cosmetics. They're online. Uh, selling, you know, insurrection. I, I love Tim Dillon shitting on that bitch, though. Because I like, uh, I like the Tina bitch, but you're trying to run for governor based off of what? Nothing. So shut up, stupid, but... New way you The fuck? 
Amazing. Now, I want to go over what I deem to be an important conversation that just happened between Coleman Hughes and Charles Murray, the founder of race science. No, he's a scientist who understands what math is, and he understands the results of IQ tests, and he is being blamed as the messenger of an obvious truth, which is that there's a difference in the test results between racial groups on average. I mean, why anyone is surprised by that is astonishing. I mean, you'd expect differences in IQ results on average on almost every front. So there are other differences, may, might not be as large, but they're still significant. But anyway, Coleman is receptive to it. Coleman is a conservative, I guess. He's been vilified by the black community, by the left, I'm sure, even though he's a bright, upstanding, totally respectful, eloquent, Ivy League student who is successful on many fronts, his podcast, his YouTube channel, et cetera, et cetera. And uh, yeah, he talked to Charles Murray. I'm sure he's going to take shit for this, even though Charles Murray is absolutely what you see is what you get. There's nothing wrong with anything about the guy. You could disagree with his policy positions, but not on his science. And most, no, not, not most. The entirety of what people have against Charles Murray is that he's willing to talk about the race IQ difference. That's it. So they just blame him for what they know is true in life. And we're at the point where, like, no one denies this. No one's serious denies that there's a gap. Now they're shifting the focus, talking about is it nature or nurture or is environment? Because if it's environment, then we can blame whites for it. Anyway, this conversation, it goes into some interesting topics, and I'm going to find the juicy bits of it, and let's just go over it. Then you're on the public feed. Oh God! You'll never hear ads. He's doing the Sam Harris thing. And you'll get access to bonus Q and A episodes. You can also support me by liking and subscribing. Blink Coleman. Subscribing on YouTube and sharing the show with friends and family. There you go. As always, thank you so much for your support. Look at that, all professional. My guest today requires a longer than normal preamble. I'm speaking. It's so Sam Harrisy. It's crazy. Even the the way he's setting up his entire life, the podcast with Charles Murray, the who is a political voice. scientist, writer, and W.H. Brady scholar at the American Enterprise Institute. Murray has been a controversial figure throughout his whole career, but especially since the publication of The Bell Curve in the 90s. The most controversial claim in that book was that the mean IQ gap between black and white Americans is partly genetic in origin, meaning it cannot be fully closed by changing the environment in which... Of course not. And why are we focusing on the gap between blacks and whites? I, I mean, does that not tell you everything? He also talks... Oh, yeah, black and white thing. If you're ever arguing with the beliefs, bring up Asians. It's about the gap between Jews and Asians and whites. Are we sitting here in an uproar? How are we going to close that gap? Those damn Japs. They're so damn smart. No, not a single person talking about it because we don't have a complex. I think Japanese Black kids grow up. As you'll hear in the podcast, I suspect Murray is wrong about this and that huge cognitive changes are possible in the long run for black America by means of environmental interventions. Oh, come off it. We know that's not true. I mean, environmental. Look, we're talking about hardware, man, hardware. And this guy, he, he's latched onto this idea that we can, not IQ, but education. God, 
This is not hard to follow. And because his system couldn't take all the massive drugs he took. So, you know, obviously uh, racism and stats to this. But the concepts themselves are... Face up to. Not to be confused with two spirits, which is a Native American thing. At least called Facing Reality. And it's a controversial book. I imagine it's a book that will get a, a wide host of reactions and we're here to talk about it as honestly as possible. <laughs> we're here to talk about why we shouldn't talk about it. And so thank you for coming on. Um, can you, so, so in the book you talk about two truths about race in America that we have to face up to. Not to be confused with two spirits, which is a Native American thing. I think it's the gays. I think that's their name for the gays. What are these two truths and why is it so important that we face up to them? We hold these truths to be self-evident. Let me start with that. Not all men are created equal. The last half of the question first, why is it so important that we face up to them? Uh, last summer, when there were the protests and the riots and the rest of it, I was dismayed by the discussion of problems with policing in black communities and problems with having sufficient numbers of black uh, executives and so forth at high-level positions. Yeah, guys, there's something wrong with the police. Like, we had this dude who took a lethal dose of fentanyl, and he was on crack and meth, and uh, his heart exploded. He had heart issues, and he was in excited delirium. And, yeah, he yeah, succumbed because his system couldn't take all the massive drugs he took. By the way, a lot of like to do trickery. Like, say, the Hmong and the Cambodians, they don't compete with the Asians, the Japanese, the Chinese. Yeah. But they're smarter than the blacks, whites, and Latinos in this country. So it's not even a real talking point. So, you know, obviously uh, racism and cops and abolish everything. And the Hmong and Cambodian in schools do way better than blacks and whites. And uh, fuck America. And in the discussion of systemic racism, nobody was mentioning the two truths that factor in to these problems. And that is high, no, fast twitch muscle fiber and... What else? And one is that the rates of violent crime in black communities is much higher than in Asian or, or white communities. Oh, don't bring the Asians in. Don't compare blacks to Asians. That would be fun. Imagine whites could just sidestep out of this discussion. We'd be more than happy to, trust me. But, uh, yeah, Asians, why are you so great? Why are you doing so much better than the blacks? Oh, my God, look at the IQ scores of Asians and blacks. Go get them, blacks. And also there, is, uh, there are different means and distributions of cognitive ability among the races, whether you're talking about Asians or... This guy comes across as Jared Taylor's dad. Blacks or Latinos or whites. And whites. I use the word race in quotation marks there since particularly with Latinos, it's it's not an appropriate word. But anyway... Oh, Latinos are not humans, is what I just heard. Once you factor in those two realities, a lot of the problems that are ascribed to racism are appropriately explained by the, the, the facts on the ground and people responding to those facts in ways that they have no choice but to respond. Beyond obvious. I mean, he's got a new book. The two main points, bleeps commit a ton of crime, Bleeps ain't so smart when it comes to IQ. And they are acting in a predictable fashion. Of course it's not all. Of course we're against slavery. Of course uh, we are against racism. The problem is we are actually against racism. 
meaning we're against it when blacks are racist to whites, which is what is happening on a grand scale. So, so two truths, differences in crime rates, differences in distributions of cognitive ability. So differences in crime rates are, are something I've talked about often on the podcast. I, I just had Anthony Barksdale, who is the former acting commissioner of the Baltimore Police Department, to talk about the seemingly perennial problem of um, homicide and violent crime and, and black kids getting caught in the crossfire. I feel like his eyebrows are not the eyebrow of a black. I feel like there's a little Middle Eastern vibe in there. It feels like it's almost been painted on with a Sharpie. Like, I don't think I've looked at a black person's eyebrows this long, but I don't recall them being like that. Can someone help me? And the fact that, uh, you know, black men in their 20s are the only demographic in the country uh, whose number one cause of death is homicide. Um, This is... um, By the way, this weekend in Chicago, no, New Orleans, there was a bunch of shootings. 13 people uh, were shot, one dead. But uh, that's just in one city. This is a huge stop the bleeding problem, which I care about very much. And the notion that we have to talk about it, frankly, is, is something that I very much agree with. However, when it comes to group differences in cognitive ability. Oh, my God. Here um, we go. He, that's a line he will not cross. So, Coleman, do you understand a few things? We understand that the lower your IQ, the more likely it is for you to commit crime and be violent. Like, we know about that. So forget the racial component. This explains human behavior. Oh, God, I want to play the Bjork song right now. But I won't. Um, so you only get jittery. You only get nervous when we add the black stats to this, but the concepts themselves are solid as a rock. That's why I don't get it. I'm not convinced at all that it's, it's worth talking about. (laughs) It's Coleman. It is the thing to talk about. I mean, to avoid this, there's no rationalization for this. He brings on Coleman Hughes, who is famous. Sorry, he brings on Charles Murray, who is famous for this very thing. And he, he's trying to eradicate the man's claim to fame, saying, you shouldn't talk about the thing you're known to talk about. And we'll get to that. And, and I want to give you a chance first to lay out the empirical evidence for, for your position and um, how you know what you know and then give you a chance to respond to the criticisms from other people in your field and so forth uh, before we actually get to the conversation about whether all of this is really worth talking about. So he's about to platform Charles Murray to let him know why he knows what he knows. And it's going to be so devastating and compelling. But then Coleman's just going to pivot and be like, yeah, 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 but... Let's not talk about it because I'm worried about what this is going to do to the fragile egos of small black kids. So it's sort of patronizing to say black people can't live in reality. They're not equipped. They've been through too much. Meanwhile, we're supposed to sit there and take their bullshit, their accusations, their vitriol, their hatred to us, and we are supposed to be the scapegoat. Coleman's happy to have us be blamed for the shortcomings of the black community 
and he's more than ready to avoid talking about the thing that's obviously instrumental in why there are shortcomings to start with. Because I want people to first have a sense of, of what the claims made in the book are. And um, no, no, so to that end, can you, can you summarize what the group no, average, the average differences in oh, cognitive God, ability oh, are watching. and oh, yeah, 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 um, right. give people who don't, do? going on about? don't really have the specifics on the claims you're making a sense of what... I think Coleman should have a split screen here, don't you? What's happening now? Whole... What's going on? Like, it's so much more interesting to have two faces so you can see the other guy reacting. Claims you are, in fact, making and, and what the evidence the for them is. Gone evil. Okay. I mean, when we talk about cognitive ability, intelligence, and so forth, uh, we're talking about one of the most... Oh, As he says well. this, let's score this. And, uh, no one donated, so I don't give a fuck. All right, there, boom. It was turned off. And turned off with a get-off. This cunt. I hate Dez's fucking plight for sympathy. Like she spent $400 of my money ordering new bunk beds. And she went and like, oh my god, I have to put these bunk beds together. And like, cunt, you don't get a job. You're never going to have a job. You're never going to get a job. This bitch is in her 30s, her mom's in her 50s, and they're pretending to go to college just not to have to get a job. They're me when I was fucking 18. And I tell my grandma and grandpa, well, you know, I'm technically in college, so you're not going to make me work yet. They're going to finish it, they're going to get a job or do anything with it. I have on the lights. Here it goes again. Some of my deposits from last year? No. Her SJW degree. Lights go up. What does that mean? Oh my god. Um, I guess I'm only sooner. Our country. Gavin did a new video. Um, Peter, I'm um, I wanted to check this one out. Uh, Keith Oberman tweeted out, Keith Oberman, now if you, you know my theory about Keith Oberman is that he has Trump in his shadow. 
right? So if you know Jungian psychology, whatever triggers you the most outside is the part of you that you're denying to of yourself. You're going to buy a new BMW, not 2008 one. <laughs> inside, right? So when I look at Trump, I don't get angry at Trump so much, but I get angry at the system that gave us Trump. And people like Keith Olbermann foam at the mouth and became McCarthy red-baiting maniacs that have no logic to what they're saying, and they're actually detrimental to democracy, freedom, liberty, all that stuff. He became the thing he claims to hate. And here, well, here he tweeted this out. He said, Tucker Carlson may tonight have inadvertently revealed that the NSA has found he is an asset of or in contact with a foreign entity trying to harm the United States of America. So what Tucker Carlson said that he was getting spied on by the NSA, right? That was the story, Glenn? All right, well, unfortunately...